All right, welcome back. This is episode five of Treehouse Vibes. I'm Luciano, if you don't know by now. And I'm Marissa. And I'm Monica. And for today's episode, we decided that the topic is things you wish you were taught in high school that you weren't. And which one should we start with, ladies? How to manage finances. Um, because in high school, we definitely didn't learn how to do that. I, I didn't know how to manage a bank account. I didn't know to have a savings or a checking account. I learned from my parents, but I didn't learn in school at all. And I didn't learn, you know, overdraft fees and things of that nature. Also about credit cards. Like, you know that you can use credit to buy things, but you don't really learn about, you know, interest rates or how much it's going to cost you or what the implications are gonna be if you don't pay those. What if you go into collections? That's why, you know, you have to really pay attention, monitor what your expenses are. And actually, I have a good tip that I was uh, given once um, as far as credit card goes. When you first get your first credit card, what I would, you know, recommend is use it only to buy like a cup of coffee for yourself in the beginning because you know you'll be able to pay back, you know, say you get a cup of coffee um, once a day, right? And it's uh, $2. So you'll be able to pay uh, $40 because 10 times four, uh, four weeks, $40 at the end of the month to pay that credit card off. You know, you're not um, going over budget. You know how much you're spending and it's not a lot, whereas, you know, you won't be able to pay back. Yeah, also setting up like an auto pay. If you know you're going to be able to pay and you're going to have that balance in your account, setting up auto pay helps because you won't miss a payment. So it automatically helps you build credit. So I think that's important. Like, you know, just start out small. That way you can start building your credit. You'll, you'll, you'll notice that you'll start getting, you know, credit card um, in your, you know, credit card, uh, what is it called, requests. Oh, you'll start getting more credit card like applications, applications in the mail. Applications in the mail, yeah. So you'll notice that you'll get credit card applications in the mail, um, and that way you can build your credit scores, and you you know you can rack you know more credit cards if you want, or if, you know you can also compare the interest rates on each credit uh, card. And it's important to know you know which one has a lower uh, interest rate, and you obviously want to pick that one over the higher interest rate. You know, and you need, you know, credit score is so important even to, you know, get personal loans if you need it for, you know, whatever reason you need it. It's, you know, credit score is uh, regarded really highly. Yeah. yeah. If, if it's bad, they close the, the world closes their doors on you. That's, that's literally what they do. If your credit score is bad, the world closes their door on you. Or they give you the highest interest rate and, and, it, and it ends up killing you. Next um, so recently I've been watching Zac Efron's Down to Earth on Netflix. Okay. Um, and something that I wish I was taught in high school is how to be more environmentally friendly. I mean, in the sense of like cooking for myself, like, you know, fresh, using fresh vegetables, um, being that, you know, you garden for yourself, you have a little garden at home if you can, um, or you shop at like, a store where they have fresh uh, pro- produce. produce yeah um, so I think that's very important and also how it affects our environment 
in our world, you know. Yeah, yeah. or like kind of how to be like self more self sufficient, mm-hmm. like yeah. gardening for yourself, cooking, you know, like what the best choices are to make as far as like diet options. Best, you know, how to recycle, when to recycle. And like there's also all kinds of like there's veganism, vegetarianism, pescatarian and things like that. I didn't know like all the differences. Yeah. So learning that in high school I think would be more helpful because you can make, you know, a choice for yourself and like a healthy lifestyle choice for your future. Yeah, so so you're not just lumped into like whatever just whatever the standard is. Mm-hmm. Because maybe different options work better for different body types, you know. That's another good thing to teach. Yeah. Not every not not every diet works great for everybody. Um, and I know it can be kind of like on an expensive side to be kind of organic and healthy, like environmentally friendly. But some things that you can do at home, instead of using Ziploc bags, try using, you know, um, you know those glass containers with oh, the I, tops? What are yeah. those called? Um, Mason, Mason, Mason jars. Mason jars. Try using those instead for, you know, like garlic or whatever you want to use it for. Instead of yeah, using- glass is definitely better than using plastic. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Or like uh, biodegradable stuff. Mm-hmm. Rather than using stuff like styrofoam. Styrofoam is really bad for the environment. Yeah. And like maybe, what would you name that class, Monica? Mother Nature 101? Environmental efficiency. Yeah, environmental efficiency, something like that. Oh, I like that. Environmental efficiency. I think that kind of goes with something I wish I was taught, or that we were all taught, which is kind of like survival skills. So that would include like how to start a fire, how to make a tent, and and the different knots. That that'd be helpful. And I would even, if, if it were up to me, I would take the senior high school class. Maybe what I would do is I would take the senior high school class to a camping trip and a haunting trip. Part of the survival class would be learning how to uh, make bow and arrow uh, spears. And then all of this, it sounds violent, but if you teach it the right way, it's not. It's, it's, it's survival. I don't see myself wanting to take that class or wanting my kid to take that class. Well, my, my dad hunts. So I know, like, I see, like, how he does it. And he uses a bow and arrow, so he doesn't use, like, a gun. And I don't, I don't want my kids to go with him to go hunting. I, I don't want to go either because he has invited us. Yeah. Like, we, we were always, like, taught that, like, we could go with him um, and to respect the weapons and, you know, to respect the animal and, you know, the way that they do it. But it was never never something that I wanted to do. Maybe because I like animals. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to kill them. Yeah, I think there's different sides to it. Yeah. Like, you know, I see the side of survival, mm-hmm. but I also see the side of, like, I don't, I, yeah. I, I don't want to kill an animal. Even learning fishing. What about fishing? That's yeah, that's a good one. But the green. The other thing that I think they should talk more about or teach us in high school is like self care, and self love. You know, mental health. We don't get taught that. We don't even get taught what therapy's like. There's a really negative perception of therapy, 
And so many people won't go because they think that therapy is something medical or like for crazy people. And I think they should really talk about it or maybe like have kids kind of experience it so they can see what it's like in the event that they, they need to go do it. You know, um, I know a lot of people and they have like, there's like such a stigma with therapy. There really is like people, they don't like it. They never went to it, but they hate it. They think it's like someone dishing out pills. There's no pills in therapy. And I think if we taught it and we, you know, we didn't have, we would, we could get rid of that stigma around mental health because a lot of people do have mental health issues. A lot of people suffer and they're suffering alone. They're suffering in silence. There is better options. There are ways to go around, you know, getting yourself help. And even if you don't have mental health issues, you could have a stressful day. You go talk to your therapist. Yeah, it could also help, like, with dealing with grief. Like, say somebody, a family member died. You know, how to cope with that. So I think mental health is very important. Um, and if you don't have the right support, even if you don't want to go to therapy, like, you know, if you, if you don't have a, a friend that's there to support you, it can really hurt you, like, and bring you down. So mental health is something that they should include in all schools. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely need to make put more emphasis on mental health and just self-love in general. Not everybody has a mental illness. So we don't want to play so hard on just like, oh, mental illness, bipolar, depression, because not everybody has that. But that, you know, that doesn't mean that you have to ignore, um, you know, your self-care, your self-love, your um, your whole mental state. With therapy, if anything, I wish in high school they would have taught us that happy people can still go to therapy. Yeah. yeah. And, you, you know, it's not just for depressed people. Happy people can still go to therapy, and we need to make that okay. Yeah. Because like, like Monica said, like you said, sometimes you need to hear an unbiased voice and somebody who's neutral some sometimes you have a big decision uh in your life and you don't want to go to your parents you don't want to go to your partner i mean in parts you, you obviously should but maybe you want to hear a non-biased voice and you could go there yeah i think it will be very helpful in high school especially mm -hmm. because that's when kids are really their self-esteem is not the greatest so I think going to therapy or going to like a counselor or some kind of, you know, um, a person that can help you, I think it will bring your self-esteem up. It will self-love, you know, very important, self-care. So I think, you know, during that time, I think it's very important. Yeah, because it's, it's, like, it's like the foundation, you know. You're not an adult yet, but you're not really like a kid. You're kind of coming into the person that you're going to be. And you're maturing and it's like, it's a good time to introduce these things to them because, you know, a lot of people, especially from like, you know, we're millennials. So our parents are Gen X. And they have a different way of looking at things than we do. So they may have taught us things that, or they may believe things when it comes to mental health or therapy that are way different than, than what they are because they still have that stigma. Um, and if schools were teaching it in a different way, you know, you'd get a different side of that rather than just hearing it from your parents who have maybe an older perspective on things. So I, I think that mental health is definitely important yeah. and self-care, you know, therapy, all that in general 
are important to discuss and to be a part of school. Yeah, even it can even even help you with addiction. Say in high school you're you have like an alcohol addiction or a drug addiction. That's perfect timing, I think, because you're you know you're young and you can go to therapy and you can tell them why you're using these substances, and hopefully they can help you overcome them. Or it could even prevent you from ever having one because you're still so young. And maybe if you're going to therapy, maybe you're less likely to get involved in something like that. Yeah, and I think uh, with mental health in high school, maybe, I don't know if a little more emphasis, but a little emphasis for the guys that it's okay to express your feelings. It's okay to be sad. I don't know if a little more emphasis, I don't want to say it like that, but just a little, I think guys need a little extra push, right? Yeah, because I think, um, I think like we teach, the way we teach men is wrong. We kind of, we kind of tell boys that they're different than girls. They're not, you know, we're, we're emotionally the same. We're the same thing. You know, obviously, uh, we have, you know, different bodies, but you know, mentally we are, we have similar things and. You sh- but we, we always tell boys when they cry, man up. Mm-hmm. You know, don't be a girl. Mm-hmm. That's a terrible thing to tell a boy. And I, I agree with you. I think we should teach boys that it's okay to cry. It's okay to express emotion. It's okay to say I love you. It's okay to have um, discussions with your friends that are more than just surface level or just sports. or You know, it's, it's okay to talk. I think that's a good idea. Do you think... Uh, girls should be pushed to show anger because sometimes they're taught like oh be feminine oh be delicate so for the guys it would be be vulnerable show emotion like they need that extra push right do you think women need that extra push of hey it's okay to be angry to be uh to stand up for yourself i I think they do yeah i think i I think that they should I think that they should teach girls that you don't have to be so um submissive or like you know you don't have to be a yes man you can you can say you could stand up for yourself you could you could be you could hold your own rather than just teaching girls to always be like you know quiet and you know maybe more sensitive you know maybe it's okay if you're not like that yeah, yeah I actually have an issue with that because I noticed that when women are strong and they have, you know, they voice their opinions, they're seen as a bitch. Excuse my language, bitch, right? <laughs> but when a man, like, I, and I've noticed this, like, from work, from work like, say, in retail, I had um, multiple ma- store managers. One was a man and another one was a woman. And, like, it was crazy, like, how people viewed the man manager versus the woman manager differently just because she was more opinionated. Um, they were... The, I worked with you, and the, what, she, what she means is also, like, they were the same kind of manager. They were both great managers, and they both had similar ways of disciplining people and similar ways of handling situations. Like, they were, like, the same almost, but one was male and one was female. And everybody talked about how he was a great manager. He was a great leader. He was a strong man. And she was a bitch. Yeah. Wow. So I think it goes both ways, right? Like, we need to open our eyes and see how women are starting to speak up 
and you know saying their truth and being opinionated but that doesn't mean that they're you know being bitchy or that they're being masculine yeah exactly so just because we're starting to be that way yeah i agree with you men should be a little more vulnerable and stuff like that i agree with you 100 percent. but also you know don't Think of a woman as being bitchy just because she's telling her opinions. Well, that's what he's saying. He's saying no, yeah. that we should teach women to be more strong and we should yeah. be more accepting of that. No, but what I'm saying is society sees women as bitchy. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, I, but I understand. Men don't. Yeah, they don't see men that way. Yeah. All right, so to not, you know, keep spinning the topic, what's another uh, topic you wish you would have learned in high school? Um, like relationship advice being like romantic relationships or like even family or friends um i think that's important for high school yeah 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 because we don't really we don't really know how to navigate a relationship especially in high school you're so young you know you don't you don't really know about love you're this is your first experiences with love usually are in high school some people are younger some people are older but you know usually in high school is when you you have your first love experiences and if we were, if we were taught, you know, that goes, it ties into psychology. And if we were taught a little bit more about how to navigate certain relationships, maybe they would be, maybe we would have better relationships or maybe, you know, there'd be less divorce. I think that could help people a lot. You know, they say that 50% of marriages end in divorce. Well, you know, maybe if we, if we went a different route, maybe they would, you know, maybe 75% would stay married. I think your first relationships, because we're not taught, they're trial and error. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the first one, it's, damn, I, I really have to talk about my feelings? And then the second one is like, okay, I learned from the past. Okay, I can kind of talk about my, my, my feelings. And then the third, fourth, so instead of doing those trial and errors and leading a trail of broken hearts, if we were taught in high school, you know, how to communicate and be teammates about it instead of enemies, then it wouldn't have to be trial and errors. And when you do find the, the love of your life, whether it's high school or college, in your 40s and 50s, you're ready and you don't, you don't mess it up. Yeah, I think it's also important to know, like, who in your, you know, surroundings is a to toxic person. Um, you know, cause you don't want to keep someone in your life that's constantly bringing you down, doesn't listen to you. Um, and even when you do decide to tell that person that, and then they just create this wall and they just don't want to listen, you know, that's when you should, you know, you know, a light bulb should, you know, turn on and say, okay, I need to get away from this. No, how do I identify toxic traits? Yeah. Toxic traits, like in family friendships relationships. relationship like you know romantic uh, relationships um so i think you know that's very important too yeah also like with that is you know how to get out of an abusive relationship because a lot of kids there's a lot of people in high school who are in toxic relationships or abusive relationships and they don't know how to navigate their way out and it becomes dangerous for them. And then they stay in the relationship. Yeah, they stay in it. They get married. They have kids. And, and, it, and the chain of abuse and toxicity never goes away. So we need to teach people how to get out 
you know, who to look for, what traits, what characteristics of people um, that are toxic or abusive are and, you know, how to avoid them and how to also, like, if you're in that situation, what, what's the best way to get me out? Because if you can't identify those toxic traits, then you kind of let that person linger and linger on for years. And they're, like, sucking your life away. Exactly. That's why it's important in high school if we're taught with communication and self-love to identify those those toxic traits in other people and in ourselves yeah for sure yeah so that you can so that people you can cut people if you have to you can fix whatever you got to fix in you and i like how marissa said like the the people that are toxic they're, they're not sucking the life out of you yeah i think when when you have toxic people in your life and and you're not taught like who's toxic or how to handle that or how to get, you know, navigate away from those types of people, you kind of put yourself in a situation to put yourself down constantly. And I think people, more people would be happy and healthier if they knew, you know, who's a toxic person in my life, you know, how that's affecting me. I don't need that person in my life. You know, just because we dated for a year doesn't mean that I have to marry you. You treat me bad. I don't, I don't want to be treated that way. You know, I want to be happy. Um, just because someone is a, is a, a big part of your life, if they're not treating you the right way, you don't have to keep them around. You know, you have to be fair to yourself. You have to love yourself first. Just because they're your boyfriend for, like I said, a year or two years, your girlfriend for a year or two years, doesn't mean that you have to spend the rest of your life with them just because they've been there. Oh, we've been through so much together. Yeah, but they treat you really bad. They make you feel bad. You have a lot of sad moments you have more unhappy moments than you have happy so i think if we knew if we knew how to handle situations like that mm-hmm. more people would be happy sooner in life rather than having to wait to your 40s to meet the right person or to have the right people in your life yeah um i think in other ways don't settle yeah don't settle but the, you know you have to teach people how to not have toxic people around yeah. some a lot of kids just don't know you know you have you have friends in high school that sometimes are toxic and you don't realize it they were your best friend or you know a good friend but they're like negative and you know they just drag you down and you don't realize it because you're like well they're my friend but yeah but they're really like a negative force in your life and it's better to have a small circle instead of like friends here friends there friends there friends there and that goes with like learning the toxic traits which is yeah, you're better off having, like, five really good friends than, like, 50, you know, exactly. bad people yeah. who are bringing you down. It's yeah. not about quantity. It's about quality well, when it comes to friendship. Teach I agree. Us, teach, us, teach us that being alone is okay. Yeah. Be- because only then you can start adding people. Yeah. Only when you're okay with being alone. Yeah. Because if you're not okay with being alone, you'll accept X, Y, and Z from everybody. Yeah, yeah. Because at the end of the day, you're, you're afraid. You're like, oh, I'd rather keep them around even though they're toxic because I'm more afraid of being alone. Um, another good one, I think, is how to search for jobs. You know, career search. Um, that They don't really teach you that in high school. So it's, you know, like um, apps or websites like Indeed and LinkedIn are very helpful for that. Um, also, you know, what helps helped me was taking personality quizzes because it can kind of give you, like, um, at the end it shows you occupational 
um, like things that you like careers that you might fit well with with your personality yeah. type. Because you're also like with that, they don't teach you what, you know, what would be good career options for you. You know, maybe you're not the best in math, so maybe going into a scientific field or something in, in analytics wouldn't be the best for you because it's not an area that you're strong in. Or if you're, you know, you're not a great reader or writer, maybe don't go into something that's um, very literary heavy. And they should stop teaching us that after high school comes college. That, that's got to be out the window because... Even though we all went to college. Yeah, I, I mean, we all went to college. We all went to college. But I feel like something... I, I don't know why... I, I don't know why I did... Well, I do know I hated school. But I took like two-year break or maybe three years break. And then I went to college. Mm-hmm. But I think what they got to stop teaching us is... 18, you graduated high school, congrats. Now you're a freshman in college. Yeah. Like, no, nah, I think that's going to be out the window. I don't know what you can add to that. I mean, I, I don't think you have to go straight from high school to college. I think if you don't, I mean, some people just automatically know what they want to do. And if that's you, that's great if you want to go to college right after high school. Yeah. But I don't think they should force, um, like, a, a strict path that everybody needs to follow the same one. Maybe you don't want to go to college. Maybe you really like, um, you know, something more vocational. Maybe you want to be an electrician. There's nothing wrong with that. That's a great career field. Maybe you want to be a mechanic. Maybe you want to travel the world for a little bit. Be 18 and travel the world. Why not? We got we to gotta teach that it's okay. You're, you're a grown-up, right? Supposedly, we're grown-ups at 18. So let's travel the world. Let's teach that that's okay. Then you can learn something you didn't know about you in Australia. Or something about the world in Australia. Or... Or China or France. Or maybe work, even just working after, yeah. after high school. Mm-hmm. Like, then you know, you know what you like and what you don't like. Because a lot of the classes that you're taking, they're not really practical. They're, they're just they're lectures, so you're just learning. You're not really, like, doing. So sometimes going to work after high school, it helps because you're like, okay. Like, for in- instance, I worked in retail right after high school. And that's how I realized, okay, I don't, this I don't want to be my career. I, I like it. It's not the worst thing in the world, but for me, I know that this, I don't want this to be my full-time career. That's what made me end up going back to school. So maybe if somebody else, you know, for somebody else, you could do something like that, and then you say, okay, well, I don't really like this. Let me go see going to school, or let me go to a vocational school, or, you know, maybe switch careers, or, you know, look into a certification. There's a lot of different options. It's not just strictly college. Yeah, um, and also, like, they don't really tell you about how much debt you're going to be in, you know? Like, yeah, some people do get full scholarships, but the majority of people end up taking student, uh, you know, student loans. So, and that could take like eight to 10 years to pay off, even more probably. So that's something that I wish I had known earlier, like how much debt I was gonna end up being in after, you know, college. Would you would you still choose accounting, having known? Well, I think accounting is very rewarding career, you know, and that's something that you have to go to college to be an accountant, like you know, a doctor too, a lawyer. So like careers like that, you need it. The other thing is they don't. I think also what you mean is like options for how to not accumulate so much debt. 
like one of the things that helped us is we went to a two-year school saved us a lot of money you know yes we had to take student loans but in comparison to some people we have like almost no debt really when you're thinking about it in the grand scheme of things and if if more people taught that it would help also if you teach them how much debt they're going to be in more people would probably do better in high school so they could get that scholarship if someone told me to back then you know go do a's and you'll get a scholarship and you won't have any debt i might have done more a's to go that route, you know, if I would have, would have known, you know, you're immature, obviously some people are going to make different decisions, but you might make a decision on how you want to handle your high school career based on how much debt you're going to be in after high school, after college. I think with that, another path that they could have taught us besides college and all that is how to market yourself and your own projects. Maybe in high school, there's some awesome musicians, a, a student that wants to be a YouTuber, like how to market yourself, like business marketing, so that you can be self-sufficient and just go at it alone. Instead of, again, 18, congrats, you're, you're in college. Oh, also, when it comes to career choice, um, I've noticed that a lot of kids end up being what their parents were. Like, I noticed that a lot in the accounting field. Like, say, um, my dad was an accountant. It's just, you know, easier for that kid to go into accounting because they already know, you know, the basics of accounting or, you know, they've heard their dad talk about it and they're or, interested in it. Or they can get a good position yeah, automatically. Or know, yeah, or they know someone. Yeah, exactly. So I think don't just settle because you hear good things about it actually do research try to do you know um maybe go to with your dad if he works in accounting go to his job one day see what it's really like um go to job fairs things like that so you educate yourself because in college you only have four to five years to you know make that decision um and yeah you can always go back but once again, you're going to, there's a lot you're of, accumulating a lot of yeah, debt. a lot of debt financially and, you know, life is short. So your years, you know, you're wasting years as well. So you kind of have to be smart about it too. Yeah. Also going back to the whole thing with, we were talking about earlier, um, with the gender, the whole thing about like, you know, um, gender norms and, and stuff like that. Maybe don't teach kids so much about like, well, you know, girls should be nurses and boys should be construction workers maybe teach kids that it's okay that if you're a man and you want to be a nurse or a chef or something that we would consider to be you know quote unquote a feminine career that's okay or if a girl wants to be a plumber that's okay because that's what you like and that's what you're interested in don't don't just pick a career based on you know what you are or who you are pick something that you're going to enjoy something that you're going to be good at don't let somebody tell you because you're a girl you can't be a plumber or if you're a boy you can't be a nurse or um, a homemaker. So kind of like for this topic, if I was like a high school principal or something for a career, for a choosing career, maybe like different classes like, okay, these students want college. These students want to market their own projects different classes and these students want want to uh do technical 
jobs. And in that way, you can teach differently and how to, you know, strengthen uh, their interest. Their exactly, yeah. But I think high schools, they already have programs like Votec, you know, like where they do have um, electricians and plumbers. But maybe, but like, I know with our schools, like here, um, if you go to a Votech school, you're committed to one, like, oh, yeah. discipline, and you're committed to going there half a day. Maybe offer, like, a, a vo- vocational classes that you can try maybe early on in your high school years, just so you could see, like, like maybe someone doesn't know. I don't know what I want to do. So maybe I take a class on, um, I take a class on um, how to be a mechanic. Or, and then another one, I take, like, a college writing class. And then I take um, cooking and, you know, whatever. That way you get to taste a little bit of everything so that maybe by the time you're, like, a junior or senior, you can commit more. Or you know, like, oh, you know, I took, I took um, mechanics. I kind of like it. Or I took cooking. You know, I want to be a chef. Rather than just being, like, okay, you have to take your English, your math, your whatever. You could pick, like, art. You know, maybe not... Not so like it, because most of the when you really think about it, most of the electives in school are like art or drawing or a language. It's all like the same things, and like maybe not everybody wants to do those. Mm-hmm. You know, we need more career options. Not a lot of people go to are gonna become artists. Yeah. You know, it's like a fun class, but not everybody's gonna get into it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's too it's too generalized. You know, just painting. Like, come on, let's let's go into maybe like. Um. More, oh, we have graphic design. Maybe we'll say something like, um, how, like you said, freelance. How to be a freelance writer. How to be, you know, um, a freelance photographer. Things like that. Rather than just like so like, so just cut and dry. Like, oh, well, you know, just general art. Well, that's kind of broad. Or general, you know, Spanish. It's too, too broad. So to close out this episode... Uh, we've been doing a bit of uh, tradition. I don't know if it's tradition. I don't know if that's the right word. But, a little routine. Oh, yeah. Monica, Monica's been doing the routine of quote of the day. So we're going to close out with a quote. Also, if I'm not back for episode six, it's because the aliens oh my God. <laughs> came. They heard me plead and beg to come on my birthday month, and they finally came. So, episode six, it might just be Monica and Maritza. And with that said, I think Monica's ready for the quote of the day. But before we do the quote of the day, I'm just going to cut it and say, don't forget um, to follow us if you're not already on social media at the Treehouse Vibes podcast. And here's the quote of the day. So, this quote is by Confucius. Choose a job you love and you will never have to work a day in your life. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, and with that, we're out. Bye.